0: For the video companion to this episode, visit youtube.com forward slash P1 Network, PriorityOnePodcast.com, or click the links in the description.
1: Captains, would you like to see more videos like these? What about more on-site coverage of special events and visits to Cryptic Studios? Then visit patreon.com forward slash PriorityOne to find out how to become a monthly supporter of the show. Because without you, none of this would be possible.
0: Verified. And our next interview is with Phil Gorn gonzola zaleski lead systems designer, and Jeremy Bordicus-Randall. Thank you both for joining us here on Priority One Podcast.
1: You bet. Happy to be here.
0: And Phil, you, we actually spoke not too long ago. No, no. But uh, it's great to know that you
2: have more content to discuss with us. We do. Uh, there's a lot. And now there will be video. So that's great. Um... <laughs> So, what I want to talk about is start showing you guys the ships. And you've probably seen a lot of screenshots or heard about them and maybe read the developer blogs, uh, but uh, you get to see them in action. So, uh, what I like to show off is uh, just how cool looking these ships actually are and they, their console abilities and their starship traits. The, I think they're all pretty fantastic. Anyway, so I'm going to move us so we're not attacked by some dumb NPC uh, and demonstrate. Some of, the, some of the cool stuff here. So um, all tier six ships come with a, like you'd expect, a console, um, and they also come with a starship trait that you can, uh, that you would unlock. So here you're looking at um, the starship mastery path, progression path for this particular ship for the Eclipse Intel cruiser. Um, and the way the system works is that uh, this, this particular ship is maxed out, so he's, he's hit tier five. But the way this works is, you start off at zero, and as you defeat enemies in space, you gain skill points, and skill points go to uh, level up your starship
1: mastery. When you gain enough, you gain a level. It may be worth noting that with Delta Rising in the in the Delta Quadrant, we have increased the amount of skill points people get from kills in order to make up for, for systems like this. I know that when you're leveling up from 1 to 50, you sometimes like, kill something, get one skill point. Right. That's not going to happen in the Delta Quadrant. Okay. Uh, so,
2: Starship Mastery is, uh, it's, you're getting a perk every time you level up your ship. For example, uh, this is a cruiser, this is a battle cruiser uh, kit for Starship Mastery. So this particular Starship Mastery kit uh, has absorptive hull plating, which is uh, kinetic and physical damage resistance on your hull, improved critical severity, uh, damage resistance to radiation and all energy, 10% 10% additional hit points and then lastly uh, this ship's starship trait is battle ready. So what this what this trait does is every time you use a an intel or engineering bridge officer ability, you gain a stacking bonus to your defense and damage resistance for a short time. So uh, that's how that works.
1: And in case it already hasn't been made clear, anytime that you unlock a trait on any of these tier 6 ships you can then, you keep it. That right. becomes a part of your captain and you can then equip it on any ship you're flying. So if you like battle ready um, you don't necessarily have to keep flying the Eclipse to keep using Battle Ready. You can put it on any ship, just like uh, Phil showed here.
0: And I wanted to ask: we discussed this a little bit in Episode 191, and for those listeners that may not have listened to it, um, one of the things that I noticed is that these traits are very enhance the strengths, and we talked a little bit about this. Why not enhance the perhaps weaknesses? Can you just remind us again why go in that direction, just briefly?
2: Absolutely. So. Uh, one of the one of the goals for uh, this particular system was to make a given ship class stand out and do a particular thing better. Um, so if we if we filled in weaknesses on ships, we might run into a situation where we're creating more homogenous starships, so that the difference between an escort and, diff- and, a, and a cruiser is is less. And we wanted that to be more. So we wanted. Uh, tactical ships to be more damagey, mm-hmm. and we wanted the cruisers to be more tanky. So uh, that, was, that was one way of going about doing that. Uh, and then there's the intel seats, which kind of threw everything for a loop, because now you could take a tanky ship and make it have a lot more utility. Right. Um, so it's a lot more versatility
1: on, on tier six ships. So every every bridge officer, it's important to think of the new intelligence as a specialization. It's separate from your profession. So every bridge officer that is a hybrid bridge officer has both a profession and a specialization. So they might be a science officer and an intelligence officer, or a tactical officer and an intelligence officer. The seats on the ships work the exact same way. So if you have an in, like uh, in this example is intelligence engineering station, that station can fit um, any engineering officer can go in there and use their engineering. Powers. but if you put an engineering intelligence officer in there then they have access to both power sets whatever you've given them as their uh, chosen skills um, but uh, you cannot put a tactical intelligence officer into that seat um, they go in tactical intelligence uh, right. seats so, instead
0: and so for for example this one intelligence bridge officer and row could have
1: engineering team too yep yeah. In uh, the officer that Phil's showing right now has all intelligence, but they can mm-hmm. be any mix right. of their profession yeah, and you their specialization. That to, you can
0: choose right. Any intel ability you right.
1: Want. One of the goals of the of the specialization system was to expand the options instead of um, making a whole new class that was supposed to be better or uh, invalidate previous choices potentially. Uh, we just wanted to expand the choices that players could make. And so, you know, if you if specializations if intelligence is not your thing. You can just fit, uh, fit these tier six ships with all the existing powers, that's fine, that's cool. Right.
0: And I remember speaking, um, uh, if not with you Phil, with Al, that the, the, having these specializations or going this route offers more flexibility down the road with developing more bridge officers and more specializations right. down, down yeah. the path.
1: Since specializations are not a replacement for your existing right. profession, right. Um, we can consider, in fact we already are considering additional hybrids for the future. Right.
0: So intelligence may not be your thing now, but there
2: might be a specialization down the road that
1: sure. you're, you're going mm-hmm. to enjoy.
2: Okay, so uh, I'm going to show off. I'm flying the Eclipse Intel Cruiser right now, and I wanted to show off the first the uh, console itself, uh, which is the Structural Integrity Siphon Field Siphon. And what this power does is it it'll deal damage over time to enemies within five kilometers, up to five enemies. And then what it'll do is grant you a static amount of temporary hit points plus a bonus for each target you hit. Okay, And if any of your targets have been rendered vulnerable by gather intel, mm-hmm. the damage over time is going to have 100% shield penetration instead of 50%. So I'm going to go ahead and activate this, uh, this console ability. So, uh, this is kind of a visual language we use with intel powers
1: uh, in general, so this, it's like data that's being streamed. Right. Like code snippets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Matrix. Take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> You'll notice that he's got extra hit points now, that temporary right. hit points are always, uh, they're higher in priority basically, when mm-hmm. incoming damage is applied to you, it always takes from your temporary hit points prior to taking away from your hull.
2: And that lasts until? So there's a duration, or until that
0: it uh, fills up. It that.
2: is yeah taken. You tend to take that much damage. Um, so I'm going to show you guys gather intel real quick and the way this mechanic works. So first off, you have a toggle power, not unlike sensor analysis, mm-hmm. um, and using it on a target will launch a little drone from your ship onto the target, which is pretty neat. Um, and then after enough stacks of a debuff have been built up on the target, you can use one of these three abilities. Um, the first one here is exposed vulnerability defenses. This, it requires a target to be vulnerable and it's going to remove any engineering bridge officer buffs on it. It's going to reduce their damage resistance rating and it's going to increase the amount of damage they receive to their shields by uh, by an amount uh, for the duration. And then the next one is exposed expose vulnerability weapon systems. And this is going to remove any tactical bridge officer buffs, reduce damage and re- reduce accuracy. Uh, and then lastly, we have Exposed Vulnerability Critical Systems. This ability is going to remove all science-patrofature buffs and it's going to hold the target for five seconds.
1: A hold uh, makes them both unable to move and unable to act, so they're pretty much sitting ducks.
2: One interesting, interesting thing about these powers is that they, they stack with one another. The same instances of the power will stack. Uh, so say you're in a team of five intel ships. Uh, what will happen is if you all render a target vulnerable, all of you will have a window. To act and use one of these abilities, you can stack the same effect on the target. So, for for example, if all of us in this room uh, use exposed vulnerability defenses on the target, so instead of what we normally do in the game is we stack the effectiveness of the debuff, we instead we're doing is we're stacking the duration. So it's theoretically possible in a group to keep these debuffs up the entire uh, duration of the combat if you're if you're doing it right. So it kind of it's a game balance point, that if, you're, if, if you have a team full of intel ships, um, you are going to be able to keep debuffs up on a target uh, for a long period of time if you coordinate. So coordinating is uh, pretty valuable. So I'll show you what this looks like. Here, I'm going to go ahead and launch the, the Sensor
1: Probe so you can see uh, it's a cloaking probe. So it occasionally launched. pops out of cloak, scanned.
2: Now the target is vulnerable, and I can use one of these abilities. So I just use exposed vulnerability defenses on it, and that's going to reduce the. make it basically more vulnerable to damage. Uh, as you can see here, there's an exposed vulnerability immunity debuff on the target. And what this means is no one can affect this target with uh, an. they can't be rendered vulnerable for a period of time. Okay. So that's how that works. It mechanic actually
1: ticks rep- over pretty quick, as you can see, it's already back to vulnerable. Right. Um, if you have multiple. Uh, Intel ships also using gather intel on the same target. You do build up stacks of the debuff on the target more quickly. So they become vulnerable more quickly. If you have five people, the target's going to
2: be vulnerable. If
0: five people very. launch gather intel, it mm-hmm. will be on the same, more, time. It will, on the same on the Very
3: quickly. Yeah. Five times. Time. Which
1: again opens that window for the entire team. Right. So it right. both opens it faster and allows the entire team to benefit from it.
3: But they all want to catch that window because otherwise they'll all be affected by the immunity also.
1: Correct. You know, one thing I noticed and it could be because um,
0: I don't use sensor analysis is that I, when I was testing it on Tribble, um, and this might have been, I, this might have been in, in recent. I didn't notice. It took me a while to realize that. I click it and although it highlights white, it took me a little while to notice because in the heat of combat, it was a little difficult to see it. So players need to be aware that once you're, once that is on and highlighted white, mm-hmm. it's active and it's doing
2: its thing. It's, right. Yeah, it's a toggle. It's like okay. Cruiser Oros. Right.
1: And we've, we're already uh, examining the, uh, the usability of it. If there's any way that we can figure out to increase it or improve it for, for player facing, we're absolutely open to feedback on that.
2: So I'm going to show you guys this ship's uh, starship trait. And the way this works is anytime you use an intel or a engineering ability, you gain a buff to defense and resistance. So I'm going to go ahead and just fire off engineering team. So I have gained battle ready. Basically, it puts effects on your ship that boosts your defense. And you can stack that three times. Um, and, so uh, I've got and max stacks here. Anyway, that's how that particular uh, bridge observability works. The Starfleet and Intel ship uh, traits are designed with synergy in mind, and I'll talk about that in, in a little bit, too. Right. So um, that's the Eclipse, um, and that's what the, what the ship does. It's a It's a pretty tanky... Intel ship, um, it, it, It'll play like a battle cruiser. It's effectively what it is.
0: Oh man, you're telling me I need to switch out on my Avenger. <laughs>
2: yeah, you well, be tempted, <laughs> <anyways>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. hopefully you're tempted. Hopefully yeah. you're tempted. Yeah, I I, I hear you. That's we have
1: received you. some feedback about the the visual uh, aspects of these ships as well in the past. Um, just in case people didn't already know, you can uh, choose different materials for it, including a very um, standard Federation kind of uh, white gray. Material, if you, if you like the more traditional look, there are definitely options to outfit your fit.
0: And if you own, and if you own all three of the, or the pack, the, the actual uh, Delta Rising operations pack, you'll be able to swap out kit. Yeah, there's a few know,
1: pieces kit, that yeah, are interchangeable, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Nacelles and a, and a few other pieces like that.
2: Uh, so this ship is super nimble. Um, and like the other, I didn't mention that they, the Eclipse also has cloak, um, which is pretty cool for a Starfleet ship. And very uncommon. So this ship is it's a it's a light escort. So it has light hull, light shields, but it's really maneuverable. I think it can be compared to the tactile escort, like the Defiant. Um, and this ship's console is the heavy phaser lance. Right. So this this is a pretty versatile uh, console. So you can either use it to render a target vulnerable in the same manner that gather intel does. So. It takes a certain number of stacks to make a target vulnerable. Mm-hmm. This just, boom, makes them vulnerable. But uh, but the amount of damage it does, it, it it's kind of medium high. Mm-hmm. I'll turn it, so I'll show you that. Um, so boom, big phaser shot, and right. the target is vulnerable, and a system is knocked off. 100% chance to knock a system offline, so right. that's cool too. I just knocked the aux offline on that ship. Uh, so this power used to ignore shields, and it has since been it's been tweaked. So okay. the base damage was increased and the shield penetration was removed from the base line of this and okay. reduced the shield penetration on the advanced version. So now I'm gonna start building up stacks on this on this guy, right in vulnerable. Now if the target's vulnerable, uh, this power gets upgraded to a piercing heavy phaser lance. So it does more damage, uh, it has fifty okay. percent shield penetration. Zow. So that's with what, that's what this console. Almost twice as much damage. Right. Yeah, so uh, pretty cool, I think, uh, pretty fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, with enough damage consoles on your ship, uh, you could seriously mess right. somebody up with right. that. Right, right, right.
1: It does benefit from phasers, just like uh,
2: any other phaser weapon would. Okay. So something that uh, it's going to be difficult to illustrate easily here, so I'll just describe it. Um, this ship's starship trait is called reciprocity. Mm-hmm. And basically what it does is every time you are missed, uh, you get a, uh, a recharge time reduction on all your intel and tactical bridge officer abilities. So this ties in directly with the last uh, trait, battle ready. So it increases the chance that you will be missed per stack, and, and this gives you a benefit to that. So if you're zipping around and enemies, enemies are missing you, every few seconds you can be able to reduce the, the remaining cooldown times on your, on your tactical. Yeah, nice. you know, so, uh,
3: so starship traits are pretty cool. And not only that, but the other one was triggered off of Intel and, of course, engineering powers, mm-hmm. whereas this one's cooling down your Intel powers so that you can Do use them again. more often. Mm-hmm. Some folks have noticed there's several new, several new items and abilities and traits in the game that are uh, new approaches to getting reduced cooldown times.
2: Yeah, that's true. There, there's a, a few of those. We, we're, we don't want to give out too much of that in the game because... Um, It can drastically change what we expect players to be able to do. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and some other cryptic games, we discovered that pretty quickly. Um, So, uh, we're trying to not going too crazy with that, but we do like to sprinkle it uh, here and there.
1: Well, and it's kind of honestly, it's come about as some from some of our internal investigations into uh, like ox to bat builds, the the famous ox to bat builds. Um, We can see what players are capable of doing with a build that already exists so we we do have a a notion of what to compare it against we also uh you know that particular build was not exactly intended to work the way it is Mm -hmm. the fact that players discovered it and uh, were able to build extremely effective ships using it is uh, is really interesting to us just from a design standpoint because it wasn't exactly intended but now we can start building on that um, on what players have been able to uh, achieve and what they wanted out of it and give it to them in different ways.
2: Right, right. The infamous Oxtabat. <laughs> uh, so I, I switched out ships here, well, uh, you might have noticed. This is the Scryer, so this is the science ship. It's it's a little different from most science ships because it, it can use cannons, uh, but it doesn't have sensor analysis. Uh, that was given up so that it, it would, you wouldn't end up like double toggles from gather intel and that sort of thing. And um, So it's not a true 100% science ship. It's an an intel science ship, so it's a little different. Um, So this ship uh, is, again, has cloak, like you'd expect. um, And its starship trait is called emitter synergy. And what this does is uh, whenever you use a tactical or intel ability, all your shield heals and exotic damage abilities become stronger. The stacks up to three times. So you might be able to see, see a synergy that's going to occur because uh, using battle ready is going to make you harder to hit, which is going to trigger reciprocity. right? Which, well, which reduces your tactical cooldowns. Your tactical and yeah. intel right. cooldowns. And this allows you, This and this gives you a buff to shield heals, which I think everybody uses, and exotic damage abilities. Uh, which I think some people use um, for every time you use ability that you're already going to use. So uh, <laughs> it creates this positive game uh, feedback loop. Uh, so those, that, so I try to make these three traits synergize in a fun way. Um, so this, this ship's console is called uh, Deploy Sensor Probe Swarm. Uh, and this basically takes uh, a slightly weaker version of all of the buffs and all of the exposed vulnerability powers and slaps it on everybody in the PBAOE around you. Everybody in five kilometers of you, or five enemies in five kilometers of you, is going to get a pretty serious debuff for a short time. Uh, so, and it, it might be able to see in red there. So foes that are rendered vulnerable by gather intel will, will be held for six seconds. So you actually do get the exposed vulnerability uh, critical systems in there as well. So let me go and demonstrate this power. It's it's pretty cool, but some of the effects are are pretty subtle. Um, so I'm going to adjust the camera angle here a little bit so you may be able to see it better. So I'm going to de- go ahead and deploy this. So all these little probes come out and start rushing your target, and you can see them harassing them there. So uh, that's what it does for 15 seconds. <laughs> And that's the and that's the, the Scryer. Um, it's a, pr- a pretty fun ship, I think. Um, it being it being able to use cannons makes it pretty versatile. Um, so uh, that that's it for the Starfleet Intel ships. Uh, I think we can take a look at some of the, the two other ships that are coming out, and we have the experimental science vessel, the Dauntless. Um,
1: and this ship is is totally cannon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Okay. It's mm-hmm. funny to hear people argue both sides of it right. against one another right. because right. it appeared in the show, so it's canon. But it, it wasn't technically Starfleet, so it's not canon. But mm-hmm. it, it whatever. You mm-hmm. know what? It's a fun ship, mm-hmm. and it is from the show, so we we couldn't not include it in a Delta Quadrant expansion. Okay, so um, this
2: ship is a fairly traditional science ship, but it, it has more of a uh, tactical bent to it. So it has five tactical seats, a lieutenant commander tactical and a uh, lieutenant tactical. Oh, wow. So it, it's pretty offensive. Uh, we want to do
1: something different. Uh, offensive, not there offensive. There are no ensigns <laughs> on ship. Oh, there, there are, are no there ensigns.
2: There you go.
3: <laughs> wow, yeah, no ensigns. They're all fired. That's his pet uh, <laughs> fire the ensigns. Ah, yes.
2: <laughs> so you'll, you'll see more of that. Because um, uh, if you don't, you end up either with uh, too many lieutenant commanders mm-hmm. or Six seats, right? Because right,
1: this is one I, of the thirteen
2: seat, right? Uh, so we have the Starship trait on the on the experimental science vessel is the Radiant Nanite Cloud abil- uh, trait, and what this does is it causes any of your whole heal abilities to do a splash heal in three kilometer radius around your target for twenty five percent of the of the healing done over four seconds. So this gives it additional versatility to sh- for, for characters that like to focus on. Uh, Support, so uh, that's a pretty nice, pretty nice tool. Um, now, its console's complete madness. Uh, I, I love it. Um, it's 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 pretty crazy. And one time you made it even crazier and decided that's just too crazy. <laughs> so uh, it is intended to just wreak havoc on, on a group of enemies. Um, so let's take a look at it right here. So it's called uh, Particle Synthesizer, and what it is arranged AOE power. <laughs> And it confuses confuses enemies, and has a half duration versus players. Uh, guaranteed. What's that? That's guaranteed. There's no.
0: It, it will confuse when you long, when you hit them. Uh, well, confuse is a yes.
2: Yes.
1: So yeah, it, yeah, that's
2: right. It, it, it will confuse. It's not not a chance to, uh, for for a short time, and uh, the enemies also have their turn rate significantly reduced, <laughs> and your threat is significantly reduced, and you also create a photonic decoy of yourself. So. <laughs> This covers a lot of bases. It's supposed to be kind of a uh, an o oh crap power and also a control power. So you're going to cause the enemies that are affected that are confused to have a a, a good chance to a- attack each other. Um, and if they decide to not attack each other, they decide that I'm not confused at this moment, they'll, they'll probably shoot your photonic decoy instead of you. So uh, there's there's a survivability element as to to it as opposed to and 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 the uh, control. So I'll go ahead and show you what this looks like. They, you, you won't see them shooting at each other because they're not. Um, they don't have or, weapons. They don't have weapons. They're dummies. Mm-hmm. So, but you can see them. And oh, by the way, they also take on the appearance of the dolls.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: so just confuse everybody. And then there's your photonic decoy just zipping around. So and then it wore off. So. Now, no, the uh,
1: the costume swap um, might be worth noting doesn't work with all critters. Uh, things that are too big or that would look too strange to change, like you can't change a transwarp gate into a dauntless.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the rest of the effects of the power should still take effect. It's just not the visual component.
3: I'm just imagining the uh, the, the Benny Hill uh, effect on the spheres in. Infected Space Elite, they hit emergency emergency powered engines, then can't turn, all start (laughs) shooting at each other, and just fly off in all different directions. Uh, Yeah, that'll that'll probably happen. Um, So
2: a couple things to know. This is a traditional science vessel. Um, So it, it does have a secondary deflector. And yes, there will be secondary deflectors, and it's it's planned. So uh, we are we are definitely working on that. We know everybody wants that. So it, it also has sensor analysis and subsystem targeting. So it's a pretty standard science vessel, but it has more of a tactical bent.
1: It also does have a uh, an intel seat. The lieutenant science is a hybrid. So this the seat here is yeah
3: intel science. So. The tactical seating is on par with I think the Vesta. That's pretty. Uh, it's a it's a beast. Pretty heavy tactical. So here is
2: the I'm showing now the uh, Guardian Cruiser. So it this ship has more of a
1: traditional look to it uh, in many different ways. This has uh, was a, a fan favorite for a long time when we first started releasing uh, concept art for it. Even
3: mm-hmm. I am one of those fans. <laughs> so uh, I mean you'll you'll see a lot of
2: elements here from different different um, yeah kind, different kind of, of a esque
1: saucer and the excelsior neck and mm-hmm. yeah modern take on traditional values. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so let's talk about this ship. Um, so it is a traditional cruiser. It's a straight up cruiser, not a battle cruiser, not an intel cruiser, not a dreadnought cruiser, not a flight deck cruiser. Oh, what other kind of cruiser are there? It's none of those. It's just a, it's just <laughs> a cruiser.
1: So not a destroyer, not a warship. None no, none of that.
2: So it, it has all four of the, the cruiser auras, the the command, uh, the command auras here. Um, it has eight weapons and it's Pretty standard, pretty straightforward. Um, what is this? So uh, its console here is called the uh, Particle Conversion Matrix. Unfortunately, I can't demonstrate this easily with three dummies who aren't shooting me, but let me tell you how cool this is. So <laughs> take take my word for it. Uh, so what it does is it makes damage incoming to your shields significantly reduced, um, which is really nice on its own. But it also, every time incoming damage, hit, you're hit by damage, you get a stacking buff for uh, 10% energy and 10% exotic damage. Sex up to 10 times. Now you oh, might think, wow. "Holy cow, it's 100% extra damage, but it works in the same way consoles
1: do." So right. it's uh, so there's a, it's, it's not there. the bonus. It's not the bonus damage. It goes on top of everything else, but it's <coughs> kind of built into the the core power of the power of the ability.
2: So you you will notice <coughs> your damage increasing, but it's not double. Yeah,
3: so <laughs> increases the base damage. Yes. 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 Right. yes. And now the how long do the stacks last on that? Twenty seconds should be.
2: So let's uh, fire this off. So now, while this is up, people who hit me are going to uh, be sad when I shoot them. Back. <laughs> so that's what this does. Um, pretty fun console. Both. I- I'm trying to make these both. Uh, trying to make these consoles both uh, pretty versatile, so they have an offensive component and a defensive component. So um, that's what that does. Um, and as far as the ship's trait, I love this trait. Uh, desperate repairs. So. This would be great in PvP. Uh, yes. It's, it's useful, it's certainly useful in PvE content, because um, being critically hit really sucks. Um, but in PvP, where their enemies are doing that all the time, uh, this is going to help with that. So uh, when you get critically hit, you get a counter. When you have three counters, you get a big uh, hull heal and shield heal. So that's, it's pretty nice.
3: This is like a baby miracle worker. That, it yeah, is. That procs off. Yeah, and
2: it's automatic. Yeah. You don't have to even think about it. So that's what this does. Um, and I'm going to hop to a different map so I can show you Starship upgrades going from the process from Tier 5 to Tier 5 to t 5 U.
0: These traits, you know, now seeing them live on the screen, I'm thinking to myself, okay, now I'm going to want to level up these ships a little bit and get, get a hold of these traits. Yeah, seeing the, the synergy, synergy traits, between right, them. Right. Uh, Because that was my concern originally, was that, okay, I I typically fly the escort. Am I really going to want to invest the time in getting into all these ships and leveling them up through their mastery trait. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looks like it's it's going to be worth it. I mean, it's it's certainly something... And that, it should be um,
1: noted that it's not an enormous time investment for this. We're not asking you to grind for six months for a single trait or right. anything like that. The intent is that it's 10 to
2: 15 hours of active gameplay, active while you're playing, right? Um, so if you're in the ship for that long, you should be le- you know, level five. Um, and so... But... People play different ways. So there's going to be ways you can do it way faster than that. And there's going to be if you're running content that's on the ground, well, you're not getting you're not not killing stuff in your ship, so you're not
1: getting experience. So there is no way for us to give you ship mastery experience when you're not in your ship. Right. So Mm -hmm. if that's your goal, that's your content.
2: So uh, let's talk about upgrading a ship from tier five to tier five. There you go. There's your Avenger. So here's the here's the fleet battlecruiser, the uh, the Avenger, Um, and the UI is different. Yep. Yes. I don't know if this is what's on, oh. what's been on Tribble. Um,
3: so. I think it's been updated since you right. did it.
2: So there there are now three tabs down here. Instead of the one just showing tabs, you can also see that there's now these. It's a slight improvement. Other, yeah, it's a slight We're in the process
1: of trying to figure out what exactly we might want to trim or add to this uh, setting, by the way. But now that we've relayed it out, um, we can start working on what's there. And
2: now we also notice we have loadouts here. Um, so uh, let's talk about upgrading. So when you upgrade a ship, um, it generally is going to cost a, a requisition, a starship requisition, um, upgrade to requisition, I should say. And these are available on the C store and are tradable. And are tradable. Yeah. So uh, we hit the go, go ahead. And hit the upgrade button. If you have, if you don't have a token it's going to take you to the store to buy one. If you do have one, it's just going to open up this screen and tell you all the wonderful wonderful stuff you're going to get. So uh, the USS Fuso here um, the, is going to go from 41,250 hit points to this uh, wow. we're level 60 to 55,000. So it's a pretty substantial boost.
1: And even at level 50, if a player on day one of Delta Rising, uh, Delta Rising upgrades a ship, they will see a hit point increase. Yeah. Um, so this is level
2: 50 right yeah. here. So Forty-seven thousand four hundred thirty-seven point five hit points. Thank you. Rounding uh, errors. Yes. <laughs> that's that's weird, but uh,
3: it's about a fifteen percent increase right off the bat. Exactly. That's
2: exactly how much it is. It's fifteen in fifteen and thirty-three point three percent at level forty or sixty. The other forty. Um, and so, and then also when you upgrade a starship, you get a additional console slot. This one, because it is a cruiser, gets a, a fifth engineering console slot. And then, because it's a tier five upgraded ship, you get starship mastery. So this gets a battlecruiser, uh, starship mastery. Kit. So like
3: what we saw in the Eclipse. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
2: So now I'm going to hit the complete upgrade button. Boom! It is now a fleet battlecruiser T5U. So and, that and you can uh,
1: this demonstration didn't show, but if you upgrade a ship with uh, equipment equipped, it is automatically moved over to your new ship. So uh, and there's that. And
2: it should be noted that. Uh, ships that were f- obtained through our uh, seasonal events and uh, obtained through lockboxes, uh, low buy, that sort of thing. Those ships are free to upgrade so you'll see here it just says free upgrade we hit this button complete free upgrade
1: it gets the, it, it's Gets the big burly, but nobody will do that because who wants free stuff?
3: All right. I think they've been using Intel powers on us, Elijah, because they upgraded your ship and then my ship.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, okay, so I'm going to hop over onto a. So I showing you, what do you guys want to see? Romulan ships or Klingon ships next? Klingons, please. Klingons. <laughs> what um, I know
0: that you know we there were there was some uh, triple testing done with these new ships. Um, what have you been seeing from feedback regarding the the tier six ships, the new ones the intel uh ships and what uh what changes, if any have
2: been made so uh we found some if we found some they didn't get a
1: ton of feedback um, on, on these ships unfortunately, which uh, is sometimes concerning because right. do we mean do can we interpret that to mean that we hit it out, nail on the head and, right. <laughs> and nobody has any complaints right. or uh or is it just too subtle? <laughs>
2: So, so yeah. That was some of the feedback we got where was largely fixing bugs, uh, which was really helpful. Um, we, we discovered some of the language used in the gather intel mechanic was a little, a little weird. Um, and it, since it wasn't showing the number of stacks that you had that were building up on the target, um, and the way that worked behind the scenes, it was kind of goofy. So. Uh, I got that working, so it's much more clear. Uh, so that was that was some of the feedback we got on, on the
1: particular. There was a lot of feedback that we received. It gave us uh, fixing visual bugs with the ships. Sometimes the window options didn't work, stuff like that. Um, we got some good feedback on the space intel powers from our internal testers, and we look forward to to seeing more players using those powers and uh, mixing them in with different builds to make sure. Like uh, a kinetic magnet, for example, is one of my favorite space intel powers, and not because of what it does but because of the options it presents for other things to do uh, and a lot of the intel powers we built with that in mind so really anxious to see how players break them <laughs> yeah. so uh this is the keeb
2: intel battlecruiser um uh, it's a uh it's a, it's a light battlecruiser, so it, it, it has a lighter hull and the uh, same shields as you would expect from a battlecruiser. Um, but it has a battle cloak, so it can cloak in the middle of battle. Um, and it's also more agile, so it, it can turn more quickly and it's a little bit faster. Um, so uh, let's talk about this ship's Starship trait and its, its console. So uh, this is kind of the opposite of the Eclipse's console. So instead of getting temporary hit points, this drains damage, reduces the damage of nearby enemies, and reduces reduces their accuracy, and gives it to you. So you get a, a flat amount of bonus damage, plus a small amount of additional damage per target hit. Same thing with accuracy. So we'll go ahead and fire this off. Um,
0: How very Klingon. Right.
2: <laughs> so that's what that looks like, so giving you damage. Um, and uh, it's Starship Trait, I think it, this is probably one of my favorites, uh, I really like this one. The, uh, it's Starship Trait is called Advanced Firing Solutions, and what this does is every time you fire a cannon, uh, you gain plus one turn rate and a small amount of accuracy.
1: So... Now keep in mind that you can have, uh, does that include turrets? Yes. I believe what? it does. So up to eight weapons on a ship firing, uh, firing your cannons.
2: So you can very quickly build up stacks. Um, The idea of this is that you can put this on, if you wanted to, you can put this on a big bulky ship, kind of like the Bortasku. Or even
1: like a dreadnought carrier, like a a gemidar carrier, or or something like that.
2: And if you're shooting your little little turrets, they're going to allow you to swing around more easily to bring your your cannons to bear. So I think it's going to make cannons on big slow ships more viable. Um, that, that's the, definitely part of the. Yeah, do-
0: Man, Man I, may, to, uh, I may start or, or... Right, I may start playing my Klingon one. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's right, Klingon
1: only starship yeah, trait right here.
2: So uh-huh. Klingon only trait. So uh, let's show you what that looks like. And so I'm going to show you what, I, what my turn rate looks like right now. Kind of slow. You know, it's pretty good for a battle cruiser, but um, kind of slow. So I'm going to go ahead and just start shooting. So I'm building up stacks. I've got four. No, Five, eight. Six,
1: seven,
2: eight.
1: That you just saw was a Neutronic Torpedo from the Delta Rep. So, so now I'm dancing. Um,
2: and then I can go ahead and activate my turn aura, and now it, I'm
1: almost an S4. And that's without any RCS consoles on board? This is, yeah, anything. this is
3: no consoles. This is just base. So. As, a, as a mostly Dreadnought player, this is silly to watch for me. <laughs> Uh,
2: so that's this ship. Um, pretty. I, I really like how it turned out. And you'll see these little afterburners in the background yeah, in the back here while you're while well, this is nice on. Nice animation. So um, let's take a look at the next ship.
3: You're going to need a Ferris on.
0: I'm sorry. It's uh, it'll
3: stack up to ten times. You said. You're going to need yes. a Ferris on. Klingon cat. Oh um. yeah.
2: So I'm going to go ahead and take off this special shield costume I've got here. Oh, there we go. So I'm in the Matha Raptor right now. Um, and it's f- uh, five-two ships. You've got five-five-four weapons and, and five tact consoles, and five cat consoles.
3: So That's so the first uh, KDF native ship with five forward weapons. Is that right? Uh, well, there's the Moog.
2: It's the first uh, Raptor, right? R- right first right, tactical right. commander right seat sh- ship with
3: it, right? Analog to the Avenger. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so uh, let's let's talk about uh, the Traiton console here. So. I'll show you the console last, because it, it, it's, it's pretty fun. I really like it. Uh, so the starship trait on this guy is called Overwhelming Force. And what it does is it causes uh, your high-yield torpedoes to uh, basically uh, trigger a shock wave. So let's go ahead and. So you get basically a photonic shock wave with your high-yield torpedoes. It's a slightly
1: uh, reduced version, but it's yeah, still it's pretty Reduced impressive.
2: radius, reduced damage. but. And you're not going to see all of the effects here, but let me see if I can get it. Here we go. So now it also takes uh, Beam Overload. Does a charged particle burst. That's uh, not showing there. But it does do a charged particle burst <laughs> uh, on all enemies nearby. That's weird. I um, don't think this is the latest build. This was fixed recently. It's probably the latest build. So that's what that does. Um, you now, the console is the uh, Heavy Disruptor Spinal Cannons. And this is a fun console. So it, it is like a, it is kind of like a lance. It basically is a space machine gun. So I'm going to show you how this works. It shoots at everything in front of you. So if I move, it just keeps shooting in front of me. Uh. So
1: I'm going to go ahead and recharge it and fire it again. Because you can cheat. See <laughs> It also reduces the flight speed of anything it hits. It shuts off their engines. So, so it shuts off their engines, making it easier to stay on target. So That's
2: disgusting. So you can
1: shred <laughs> a group of space machines. In the best, in the best, possible, way.
2: In the best <laughs> possible way. Uh, so that's the mudhaw Wow. Uh, pretty cool. And,
0: and all of these ships, again, are available through the Delta Operations Pack.
2: Right. Yes. So um, and they will also be just so it's clear it they'll also available in, to be purchased individually if you want to do that if you only want to get a couple ships or whatever mm-hmm. you can do that too.
1: Actually,
0: I'm sorry. Um, the the console um, it'll sh- it'll shoot your cannon your cannon type.
1: No, well, it's, it's disruptors. No. It's a disruptor. It's a disruptor. Yeah.
0: yeah, so it will be, and that will also be affected by any of the consoles.
1: Yeah, if you're using disruptor consoles, it will improve its damage. Good, good question here. Uh, so I'm going to switch over to Romulans here, so I can show you that. So while we're talking about starships and starships traits, um, there was some concerns raised early on that. Uh, Because Klingons and Romulans get fewer ships that they might not be getting a full complement of traits available to them. Um, So in case players didn't already know, you will be be able to unlock additional starship traits through the specialization system. There's one for each of the Intelligence Commando and Pilot. And even though Commando is a ground-only specialization, it does offer a starship trait for you. So there are additional options that you can earn through other gameplay. And that's just at launch. We right. may be adding others in other ways in the future. Uh, we don't want to. Uh, uh, we don't want to limit players' choices too much. We gave you four slots for starship traits for a reason. Okay, so um, I am in the
2: Alal Warbird Battlecruiser, and uh, so let's talk about this ship's trait. It's, it has the ability Warp Shadow Decoy. So if any of you guys are familiar with the Warp shadow ability, uh, it's a huge lifesaver, I and mean, it can effectively absorb an infinite amount of damage. Um, so unlike Quantum Absorption, which only has a very finite amount of damage you can absorb, that's um, because the decoys are invincible. Uh, so what this does is whenever you cloak, uh, you create a decoy of you that will taunt nearby enemies. So you can slip away and... Kind of like those annoying boss. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, pretty much. So. There's my there's my warp wow, shadow. Wow. So uh, that's how that works, and uh, there's a cooldown on that so you can use that once every 30 seconds. Um, so that's its starship trait, and this ship's console is the stabilized uh, singularity projector. Now
1: that uh, the trait can be moved to other ships whenever you put it on whatever ship it is, it will create a duplicate of your ship. Wow. It's not just always an L.
3: And how long does the duplicate last? I saw it didn't despawn when you decloaked.
2: Oh, it's fifteen seconds, I okay. believe. And I'll show you the this console. So,
3: uh, oh, I like the open structure. I hadn't got a good three D view of this one so before. So
2: it's kind of like a mini Dededecks.
1: Um, kind of a cross between a Dededecks and a Mogai in some ways. Yeah, and it's pretty unique looking. Um,
2: and I'm I'm using a costume variant here, so this isn't the standard costume. Uh, so, we've got the Singularity Collapse. What this does is it, it, it reduces the the target's damage resistance to exotic damage, so science power will do more damage here. Um, it's going to pull enemies toward your selected target, and uh, it's going to cause kinetic damage over time. So, let me go ahead and you what this looks like here. What? So, and as the targets are being crushed by the gravitational forces, you can see these small explosions on them. Right.
1: That'll be good for conduit when you want to get the spheres.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. So you can imagine some of the synergy that you can rack up with uh, gravity gravity well. well Yeah. yeah. Or the uh, singularity bomb console that you can get on the projected singularities. Mm -hmm. So, and now we're taking a look at the fate
2: Intel Warbird. So, uh, much like. The other, the light warbird, um, it, the light warbird retrofit, um, this has battle cloak or enhanced battle cloak. So you can shoot uh, torpedoes and mines while you're cloaked. It will briefly decloak you. Um, So it's and much like the heavy phaser lance on the Phantom, uh, this works pretty identically of the heavy plasma lance,
1: except that instead of knocking something offline, it just guarantees the plasma burn. Mm
2: Um, and you can see there, it created my Warp Shadow copy of you when I came out of the <laughs> yep, There it goes. And now if I build up stacks of data intel on my target, this will get upgraded to a piercing heavy plasma lance, which will, again, penetrate shields a bit and uh, increases the damage over time and the base damage of the power. So i think that's all we have time for today unfortunately yeah. i was really hoping to talk about more stuff um, just a lot of ships to cover and uh some new mechanics
0: and that'll just that's more reason to have you on the show again in, uh, in the coming weeks or months and talk more and more about ships so thank you so very much jeremy and phil thank you very much for spending time out of uh, the busy schedule with delta rising coming out uh to talk with us about these ships and and giving people more reason to buy that, uh, that Delta Operations pack, right? It's a great value. It's a great value for that, uh, for that pack. So it's been great. Thank you again. This has been a wonderful presentation. Uh, people are going to eat this up, so thank you.
2: You're very welcome. Thank you.